I'm Michelle Thompson. Welcome to Heat Network, the podcast. I believe one of the most important things you can do for yourself is to be open-minded to learn. To learn about different professions out there in the world that links to your health both indirectly as well as directly. For instance, I operate a manual osteopathy cold laser clinic in Sudbury, Ontario, Canada. For those of you who are not familiar with manual osteopathy, it takes a holistic whole body approach to healthcare. It uses manual hands-on techniques to improve the body on all aspects, including the skeleton, joints and muscles, nerves, circulation, connective tissue, as well as organs. Internal functions like metabolism, respiration, reproduction can also be improved without the use of drugs. Here at Heat Therapy, Holistically Elite Active Therapy, we utilize Bioflex Cold Laser to also accelerate healing on a cellular level. It's a light-based technology proven to be highly effective in the treatment of musculoskeletal problems and wound healing. We have had many success stories with this technology. People have avoided surgery, reduced or eliminated their medication, and reduced and eliminated all sorts of pain. So please join us on this journey as we interview all sorts of professions and how they link to your health, either directly or indirectly. Linda Wan is the owner of Naturally Balanced Wellness, where she works as a certified body talk practitioner, reflexologist, and Reiki practitioner. She enjoys working with clients as they grow through their healing journey to embrace a healthier and more balanced life using a gentle form of energy, which allows the body, mind, and spirit to rebalance and heal. Please welcome Linda. So it's interesting because your background didn't really start in healthcare. So what drew you to that in the first place? Um, no, it certainly didn't. I was I was in the financial world for many many years, and it was actually health issues that I was personally having. And okay. I wasn't able to find. Was it the solution. stress from the financial world? Perhaps? Oh yeah, so, I would say that yeah. was interesting. That was a great how deal much stress it. affects you? Yes, for sure. And so, so what drew you was the fact that you were so, like, um, I guess, sick and tired of being sick and tired, so to speak. So why reflexology, body talk? Like, why those in particular? I think I stumbled into them. Okay. I, you know, I started seeing a naturopath, and then I started doing um, acupuncture. And I went to see a lady in Toronto who was doing a form of energy work. And, and that was my first exposure to anything like that. And it just, I just was so impressed with the results that I started to get very curious as to what it was all about. Okay. And I started, uh, sort of stumbled onto the body talk training and that's where it began. So what got, uh, like, what was that difference that you noticed? What were the differences for you? I think one of the things that I noticed is that, um, it sounds silly, but when I walked out of this lady's office, I, everything just looked clearer. And mm. I just felt different and I felt better. I felt more like myself than I think I'd felt since I was a kid. Wow. And uh, I woke up the next day and I was like, oh, I feel different. Like what's, you know, what's so different? It took me a while to realize, but it was probably the first time since I was a very young person that I woke up not feeling sort of depressed and sluggish mm. and heavy and... Uh, I was like, wow, like there was definitely 
something that that changed so. so what was the moment you decided like I don't want to live like this anymore because you know it's we take 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 and put so much on our plate and shoulders it's almost become a norm in our society so what was the moment that you just had enough and you had to get help essentially to start feeling more like yourself I think well that started back in 2002 and when I first started going to see the uh, to see the naturopath because okay. I had tried so many different things and I still just felt crummy and so that was kind of the beginning you know I worked with her for for a few months and I it was, I started noticing differences and then when I started doing acupuncture I started to notice more differences but I would still plateau I would okay. do things and then I would plateau and the plateaus were because of a lot of the I was just emotional oh, okay. things that I was holding on to inside. So I would resolve things, but I still, there was a lot of stuff that I yeah. was carrying. The deep seed was still the there. The deep stuff was still there. And do you find that stemmed from uh, as like a child, or was it just like stress you couldn't get rid of because you were somehow attached to it in a way? I think it was a combo. I think some of it was, um, was you know, things that had happened when I was younger. We form our beliefs when we're two, three years old. Crazy. Eh? From, yeah, from our life experiences. And so we, we carry those things. Um, another thing that I learned along the way is that I'm very sensitive to the energy around me. And I'm very mm. sensitive to other people's energy. So a lot of what was happening for me was that I was carrying a lot of stuff from on other behalf people. of other oh, people. Wow. So once I started letting that go, I started feeling lighter, um, I started feeling healthier, and my body started working better. So it was, you know, it was my stuff, life stuff, other people's stuff. Was that was just, just carrying on too. Yeah. So you said something interesting that you, you said like, you know, when you were two, three, four years old, you start to develop these beliefs. So do you find now, knowing what you know now, have you changed some of these beliefs? I think a lot of my beliefs have changed. I think that, that's amazing. Um, you know, one of the, the things with the work that I do is I always tell people, look at how you're reacting differently. If someone says something to you, how are you responding? Are you feeling differently? Are you responding differently? Are you reacting differently? Because that's a sign of how your belief systems are starting to change wow, and how you're starting indicator. to release them. So I'm sure everyone's just like, um, you know, wiggling in their seats a little bit. Like, what do you do exactly? Because I know there's reflexology, body talk. We'll speak to reflexology first. Talk to us about that. Okay. So I started, um, I became a reflexologist in 2011. Reflexology is, is like zone therapy. So it's based on the premise that your entire body and being is reflected on different parts of your body. So reflexology is done on the hands, the feet, and the ears. I'm a foot reflexologist and currently training to, okay, cool. to do Didn't the ear that. reflexology. Um, when a person's foot is worked on, or hands or ears, um, it is a reflection on the bottom of the foot of the entire body of the person. So when you are working, you're releasing um, any congestion that's stored within various different parts of the body, which can be physical things, but it can also be emotional things that we stored and carried around with us for a long time. 
Reflexology improves blood flow, um, nerve, it, it helps the nervous system, it assists to detoxify the body. It um, like helps basically with like communication almost with the body, make it more harmonized. That's right, like absolutely. Yeah. That's absolutely. So, you know, it's very good to help remove physical pain, but it's also very good to release stored emotional pain. Which I think is huge, around. huge, huge. Because I find, and I'm sure you find this as well with your career, that the organs especially will hold certain emotions. Yes. Which is quite interesting. So um, do you see, like, say like if you're just in an average day, what is the average person that you tend to see a lot in your practice? I would probably, I see a lot of people where they're very overwhelmed. Hmm. You know, they've, they've just been doing and going and going and, and continuing on and they've kind of hit a bit of a brick wall. Other things maybe haven't been helping them. And so they'll come and they'll try some of this work. But a lot of them are carrying, you know, they're just holding everything in. And, and they just feel, their body feels tight, and they feel heavy, and they're tired, and they're kind of lethargic, and they're, they're feeling very emotional. Um, that's probably the average person that that you tend that would, to see that would come in, and yes. do you find like do you find like being a person like myself because mm-hmm. I have to wear almost like stones like black tourmaline amethyst just mm-hmm. so that I don't always absorb everything do you find that at the end of the day you're very tired as well after dealing with that or do you have methods that you help you know for yourself as well yeah I really I typically at the end of working on clients I usually feel really good Okay. Yeah. Um, but yes, like you're saying, I do. I have lots of methods um, where I can clear if I feel energy kind of, sort of building coming my up, way yeah. or, or building up, and that's one of the things that I will teach a lot of my clients. I was just gonna ask. Could you this. share some tips? Absolutely, and usually in their first appointment with me, I will share because so many people are walking around, and they're just picking up energetic clutter everywhere they go. Mm. Um, I like that energetic clutter. Yeah, because it's not, you know, um, I mean, of course, if it's someone who is close to us, a friend or a family member, we're very aware that if they're sad, we kind of feel sad. Yeah, absolutely. You know, sometimes you just walk through the mall and, and you know, by the time you you go home, you're like, exhausted. I'm so exhausted. And it's mm. because you've got a lot of frantic energy in that environment. And so you pick some of that up. So I often, with most of my clients, I'll share with them, there's just a few really easy ways of just getting rid of that stuff. Because like, say for me, at the end of the day, what I do is I uh, wash my hands with cold water and I'll always have like a shower cold water, with cold water mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's, when I was in Florida, there was like an energy doctor that I used and she showed me this unzip technique. I don't know if you've heard of that, but that's one that I use. So it's like if you had to share one tip with us today, what is like the the best piece of advice that you could give to someone? Say if someone's in in Italy or Mm -hmm. um, China or something right now listening and they can't get an appointment to see you. Okay. Um, Well, both of those tips that that, uh, you've mentioned are really good, but probably the easiest, quickest, simplest one is to just take a minute and just be still and just do a little bit of breathing mm. and, just and belly say, breathing breathing with your diaphragm yes for sure and then just say whatever I'm holding that doesn't belong to me 
please send it away. Whatever I'm holding that doesn't belong to me, please send it away. Please send it away. And just, just do that in your head a few times. Take some nice, deep, slow breaths, and you will probably start to feel better oh, within just a couple good. minutes. Yeah, it's just interesting. So I think, because like there's so many different techniques that I've learned or read of or, or, or heard about, and at the end of the day, it's all, I think, the intention behind it. Mm-hmm. So as long as you have some type of positive intention that gets you to release whatever you're holding on to, I think you can almost use really any technique that works for you. I agree. Yeah, yeah. that's that's really good. It's, it's funny, actually, how complex we are, yet how simple it actually is to alleviate, you know, when you really start to think about it. It's funny. So, um, body talk. So my aunt was actually the first one that told me about it and I had no idea what it was. Mm-hmm. And you came uh, to my clinic and we started talking about, it. I was so excited to find out that you'd, uh, perform body talk with your clients. So please mm-hmm. speak to that because I'm sure 99% of people listening to this today have I've uh, never heard of it. No, and it, it really is just an amazing modality. Um, Body Talk's been around for probably getting close to 30 years now, and it was um, originally um, created by a, um, sorry, by a chiropractor in Australia, and it is a beautiful system based on the premise that everything inside of us, physically, emotionally, and spiritually, is constantly in communication. Absolutely. So our whole body, mind, spirit is always working to maintain a balance. Homeostasis. That's right. So, but what happens is life gets in the way. So it kind of messes Mm -hmm. up that perfect balance. You know, you get up in the morning and you're driving to work and somebody cuts you off and you spill your coffee and you get all wound Mm -hmm. up and you go in the office and people are stressed. And all of a sudden, your perfect day has just kind of... Did a 180. Did a 180. So that affects your entire being on so many different levels. So when a person comes in and they have a session, it's about reestablishing the broken communication. Oh, okay. So what I mean by that is that, you know when you cut your finger and you just kind of clean it up, you put a bit of salve and a Band-Aid on, and a few days later, your finger's healed up. It's because all of the systems inside of us know how to work together to heal to themselves. focus on healing itself. Mm. Exactly. So the body will compensate to help you to manage what's going on in your life. Um, if you have, like, say, for example, the liver is an organ that will store a lot My of My favorite organ, actually. <laughs> <laughs> So if you are um, someone who's experienced a lot of things that have left you with anger and your anger Mm -hmm. becomes buried because a lot of people feel that anger is not an emotion that they're allowed to express because they've been taught not to. Especially in our society. That's right. You know, be, don't just be nice. Don't say Mm -hmm. anything. So if the, if a lot of anger begins to be stored in the liver over time, that's going to impact the function of the liver. So then the liver cannot communicate properly with the gallbladder. Mm -hmm. The gallbladder then isn't communicating properly with the stomach and onward. Mm -hmm. So you may have someone who's very angry, but they're also constipated, having stomach issues, that kind of stuff going on. Mm. So by balancing out what's going on with the liver, it just kind of ripples ripples through the body. Yeah. So body talk includes doing a number of different links 
Okay, okay, so... I'm following you. <laughs> you're following me? Okay. So, it's, say, for example, back to the liver again. Yeah. Okay, you, let's say... Um, Let's say, for example, we're going to have two people come in the door, and they both have exactly the same problem with their knee. Okay. Okay. The medial meniscus. Yeah. We'll say okay, that's meniscus the problem tear. with both of them. Yeah. So the first person, it's just a very physical thing. So their links are very much related, you know, to nerve supply and circulation and muscles and blah, blah, blah. The links are very, very physical in nature. Um, you know, and, and so we, we balance that out and, and there's a little less pain and the knee's feeling yeah. better. We bring the brain's attention to focus on the knee and the person's like, oh, you know, good, I've got a little better movement there. The second person, exactly the same problem. Mm -hmm. This person's really angry mm -hmm. because there's something they've been trying to do in their life. They're feeling really stuck. They can't move forward. Knees have a lot to do with yeah, forward absolutely. movement. Absolutely. So when we do the balancing, we may be doing the linkage from perhaps the liver through the digestive system. There could be some constipation, but then we link down to this knee because some of the anger is related to where they're feeling stuck. Mm. And so there can be all these various different links that are going on all through the physical body and bringing in different emotions and that kind of thing. Um, and at the end of the session, the person may, you know, they may find that their digestion's improved, their knee and their leg have improved, they're feeling lighter because the, the um, weight of energy the and the, the weight energy, yeah. Yeah, of that anger has now been released. Mm -hmm. So just, it just helps the whole system to begin to work better. And communicate better. And communicate better. Mm -hmm. And also... That person may find once that energy of their system shifts, what they were feeling stuck over or held back, that, that doorway may open and that pathway may move forward with greater ease for them because they've changed the beliefs that they're mm. holding around what they were feeling stuck about. Mm. So do you ever work with, uh, say, like huge, big CEOs or leaders of a company that you know, may come to you with what they think is a physical problem, but it ends up being more emotional like you were kind of getting. Like, do you ever see those types of people? Um, well, what came to mind when you were asking me that is I have worked with people where they are coming in and their workplace or their business is very dysfunctional. Okay. So you can actually do a whole session within the energetic dynamics mm -hmm. of a workplace or a school environment. So you can or go to the actual workplace or... and do this type of thing. Wow, okay. I don't have to be in the workplace. Okay. I don't have to be in the environment. Sometimes it's just as simple as, you know, sort of writing down the names of the key key people. Okay. And just doing doing a balance on that. So like distance, you can basically, you don't have to be there. You can, you can be in your office, set up a, a, ses a session, and then work on the balance within, say, a workplace, team, all that kind of stuff. Wow. And even on a person. Yeah, absolutely. They do not have to physically be in front of me. Yeah. So because it's, and that's hard for people to wrap their head around. But because I'm working with the energy, mm -hmm. I don't need them there in the physical. I think it's getting more acceptable, though, because then you use the example, you can't really see the energy working when you flip, flick on a switch and the light comes on, right? Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, we're sending, because like, say, 20 years ago, even, and if I told you, you know, we're going to have boxes in our pockets, 
Mm-hmm. And we're going to be able to send messages to people on the other side of the world. And we're able to see their faces from the other side of the world. And it works through sending little particles through cyberspace. Mm-hmm. And then it gets from one box to another, right? So to I think because technology is moving so fast, I bump into more and more and more and more people who understand that because they get it. Because technology is kind of self-explanatory to that. Mm-hmm. So essentially what you're doing, you're just acting as your phone. Mm-hmm. And sending those energetic links to the office, to the workspace, and they're re- accepting it because I, I truly believe we're almost all connected through like a spider web type of energy thing mm-hmm. throughout mm-hmm. the universe, right? And that and that's when some people say like, oh, like I can't possibly affect person all the way in the other world. Well, actually, no, you do. Absolutely. And yeah. when you say the spider web, that's almost how a session on a workplace mm. or a team or a group or something is is viewed or even on a family is viewed it's almost like a spider web and if someone's holding too much energy and someone's not able to hold enough energy then it starts to skewer so mm. everything starts to go out of pulling out different bit. angles wow that's a good pulling analogy. in different in different directions so you find the best way to and that can even work from the singular person to a team as you're saying so essentially the main goal of body talking correct me if I'm wrong I'm just trying to understand because mm-hmm. I'm sure there's just questions about it so essentially the goal is just to align the different systems as equally as possible so that the tensions of the web so to speak mm-hmm. are pulling as equally as possible so it's as balanced as possible that's right okay mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. that's pretty cool so is that overwhelming sometimes as a practitioner's point of view because there's so many things going on. Stress is such a huge factor nowadays. Like, where do you start, say, someone's coming into you and you're dealing with so much? That is where body talk is wonderful mm. because it focuses on the priority of the person at or the environment time. at that time. Wow. Okay. Exactly. So here's an example. Um, you may have someone, again, we'll go back to the sore knee. Okay. And... Um, you may have someone who comes in for a sore knee and you may do a few sessions and never ever go near that knee because there may be other things that need to be brought into balance before the person is ready Mm. and the body is ready to balance what's going on in the knee. So that could be that other things need to be stabilized before it can address it physically or it could be that it's something emotional. Um, a person can hold a trauma if they've been in an accident or they've been through something very stressful so their body may be storing the the traumatic event Mm -hmm. physically somewhere in their body so body talk may be wanting to bring into balance a number of different things before it addresses the the actual location where it's holding that trauma because if an explanation to that for some people who may be a little bit resistant mm-hmm. to believe as is physics plain and simple because with osteopathy it's it's some of the same stuff of what we do when we're releasing energies and and when you look at the law of physics of albert einstein one of his laws is um you know energy cannot be created or destroyed Mm-hmm. So that means if that's true, if you're experiencing a traumatic event or a car accident, you know, building off the examples you were using, you're absorbing that. Mm-hmm. And if you're not taking it out, it stays there, mm-hmm. right? Because energy can 
come as easily as it can go it's just about being open to that so I think that's really amazing that you're able to work with that so have you ever had the people cry or puke or anything like that during or after a session isn't that amazing eh? it is and I always tell people when we're when we're working together is if emotions arise please do your very very best to allow them because that is another beautiful thing with body talk is that a lot of emotions will come up to go out. Yeah. And so like you were just saying with the energy, you don't want to re- you don't want to continue to hold it. You just want to let it flow through. And during a session the energy will flow through and release fairly quickly. So it's not like um you know again for people that have had trauma, it helps to go back and release bubbles of that very quickly so they don't have to rehash it and relive it we can we can go in and we can release grief from the lungs without them having to go back and discuss the loss of of someone near and dear to them that they've been carrying in that area they may have some tears as it's releasing but you know afterwards then they're like oh i feel so much better i feel so much lighter i feel calmer um, I mean, yes, yeah, sometimes it will tear the lid off of the emotions where a person needs to feel more because sometimes we're just good at stuffing, we're not good yeah, at feeling. Suppressing, yeah. yeah. And I think, uh, too, for especially men as well, they're to like not, not, not that they're not allowed to show emotion. But it's definitely not encouraged, I find. Uh-huh. You know, you get a lot of men, no, I'm fine, I'm this, I'm that. So um, do you see a lot of men? Or is it more so women that you see in your practice? Or is it pretty balanced? No, I would say most of my clients are women. Okay. Um, I, do, I do have uh, men that come. A lot of men have a preference for the reflexology over okay. the body talk. Again, because they want to understand it. Yes, absolutely. And, and they're yeah, they're not as really fussy on the emotional aspect. Um, but you know, even reflexology can assist in in releasing the emotions too that are being stored. Because you with organs and stuff as well. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that kind of makes sense, right? The the logic behind the men, the more emotional behind the woman, so that kind of adds mm-hmm. that makes sense. Um, so. And one thing too that I thought was kind of interesting is aside from all this, you and your husband, you run and correct me if I say the wrong pronunciation, a bee apiary. So basically a beehive for simple people. So why that? Like that's so first of all, that's so cool because you told me bees are known as livestock as well. Mm -hmm. And you guys harvest the honey and all that kind of stuff. So first off, how did you even hear that? Um, it's well, we've had our beehives for three years now, and um, like what a hobby! <laughs> I know it's it, actually they're they're fascinating. They they are really fascinating. So they're they're at uh, on our property on Manitoulin Island, and um, what got us into it was just I don't know. I think I was the one who had the interest first. Some friends had gotten them, and I just started bugging my husband. I think we should have bees, and now it's now it's his, his hobby. <laughs> Yeah, so it uh, every year we're we're having getting a few more hives, and next year we're hoping to you know get up to about ten. Wow! But uh, yeah, there you never know what you're how much honey they're they're going to have. Or um, this year we actually ended up with some buckwheat honey in addition yeah, to our saying. our regular honey. So uh, yeah, they're they're very fascinating. They're very. 
um, they have this amazing system that they work within and, and how they're, they're kind of like the best corporation, the most efficient corporation huh. in the entire world. Like everything is organized. Wow. Everybody's working at max capacity. Um, they're producing as much as they can, and but they're always working smart and efficiently and together. So, so it would be kind of interesting if like we study the bees to run like an organization like that's just like way kind of out there and I'm getting a yeah. little bit distracted but it's just my <laughs> entrepreneurial brain here but um yeah because you know just if we look at how things develop in general like a helicopter is kind of based more on a dragonfly mm-hmm. and stuff like that right we watch birds and then we de- develop planes so it'd be interesting to see who the next person kind of takes and studies the bees and, and the culture within that and almost, if I find, if there's similarities between, say, the top corporations and how Beehive runs, I'd be kind of interested to see if, if yeah. that's a thing that's a little out there. But well, anyway, so if people want to get a hold of you to learn more about body talk, reflexology, if they have questions or they want an appointment with you, what's the method of, of um, method that you would like to be reached okay. out to? Um, people are able, they can reach me through uh, email, through my cell phone. I have a Facebook page, okay. personal one, as well as a business one that, you know, they're able to reach me that way as okay. well. So um, what's your email? Could you spell it out for sure. people? It's a bit long, but it's lindapathtohealth okay. at gmail.com. And, and the Linda Path to Health are all letters. There's okay. no numbers, all small cap at gmail.com okay okay and then um do you work like all hours or i guess it's listed on like the website and what's your website actually too so people can look at that right my website's www.lindawa.com and how do you spell your last name w-a-u-g-h okay so thank you linda so much for uh sharing some of your insight and i really hope a lot of people got some value off of that because i truly think that we hold on to way too much nowadays and whatever we can do to help release that will only improve our efficiency and our productivity and um you know how we are as a person and and i find especially women so i'm so glad to a certain extent a lot of women do come to see you because because the woman honestly nowadays seems to take on so much and a job and take mm-hmm. care of the family and this and that and it's important that they do stuff for themselves because you know like when we're in an airplane they're giving you that little spiel at the beginning and they say you know you got to put the oxygen mask on yourself first um, people have to come to see you and do this type of energy release as well or do some form of massage or chiro or osteo or physio whatever you need to do to feel mm-hmm. better so Um, Thanks again for being on, and I hope uh, people reach out to you. Thank you. And that's a wrap for this podcast. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast if you found it educational and you know someone who would benefit. This is Nichelle Thompson on Heat Network, the podcast.